0: Alignment with God. Alignment with God. Um, during our 21-day prayer and fasting at the beginning of the year, uh, as I was praying and just uh, thinking about the upcoming year, I felt like the Lord just put it in my heart that uh, this, is, this is a year of alignment where we're to align ourselves up with what God's doing and, uh, and what He wants to do. And, and as I've been just meditating uh, this throughout uh, this year, and by the way, the year's going fast, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's just flying by, and, uh, and so I want to be aligned with God. I don't want to ever be out of sync with God. I don't, I don't want to waste time. Do you? No. Uh, I, I mean, we only have a, a little bit of time, at best, uh, 120 years, which uh, that, that could go fast. And so I want to make sure that I'm living every bit of it uh, to its full potential. And so, uh, so what I want to do is I want to talk about alignment. I want to talk about the importance of alignment because when we're at alignment with God, then it causes distractions and it causes it causes many problems in our life. But when we're in alignment with God, there's a lot of things that happen. It helps us to be at our best. It helps us to receive uh, God's best in our life. And it also helps us to advance the, the, the church. And God wants us to advance the church. And uh, when we're out of alignment, then we get distracted and uh, we get uh, off course, I believe, uh, off course. And so we're going to talk about alignment tonight, alignment. So get that in your heart. And uh, I really felt like the scripture that God gave me was in Mark chapter four, a very familiar passage. It's talking about the sower sows the seed, talking about four different types. I believe four different types of people, four different types of hearts uh, that we're going to look at. And really, honestly, we're going to focus on in on the one that I believe is aligned with God. And we're going to look at some characteristics there. Because that's the one that we want to we want to mimic. That's the one that we want to follow. We want to follow the one that's producing fruit, not the one that uh, isn't producing fruit in our lives. Relationally, financially, ministerially, socially, uh, every in every area of our life, we want to be aligned with God. I, I, it bothers me. It bothers me when I see people. Uh, Living, living less than I know that is God's best for their life. Mentally, physically, every area of their life. I want God's best. And, and I think every one of us need to come to a point in our life that we're just not going to settle for anything less than what God has for us. And we need to go after it. And so there's things that we need to constantly be learning and being renewing, in, uh, renewing our mind with. So that we stay uh, on course like God would have us. So Mark chapter 4 verse 13 through 20. I'm going to read and and then I'm going to break it down. It says, And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. And these are the ones that are by the wayside where the word is sown. And when they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. Uh, I I will say this, that Satan does want to steal anything that has to do with God in our life. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy anything that has to do with God in our life. And I I talked about that in this past series that I just concluded, that that we're going to have some resistance and he's going to resist us. And so we just got to be mindful of that. And and he will come immediately to try to steal even the word that's going to be sown in your heart tonight. And don't, don't allow that to happen. And I'll, I'll tell you how you can keep that from happening. And really this whole message is around that. But it goes on to say, it goes on to say in verse 16, These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. They're excited. Have you seen people like that? They get excited about the word, they get excited about the things of God, get excited about church and, and, and being a part of the body, being a part of what God's doing. And, and they get excited, but it says here, uh, they, they uh, lost my place. That's what it says. Um, 17. And they had no root in themselves. Wait, is that where I left off? After, afterward, when tribulation and persecution, okay, let's go back. Thank you, ma'am. And these are likewise the ones uh, that are sown on stony ground, who when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. And they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time, just a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. And it says, now these are the ones that are sown on thorns. They are the ones who hear the word. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But, and this is what we're going to look at and we're going to focus in on in verse 20. But, I love that. But, it doesn't have to be that way. But. These are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, bear fruit, some 30-fold, some 60-fold, and some 100-fold. So let's talk about alignment with God. First of all, back to verse 20, it tells us here, if we're going to be in alignment with God, we've got to hear the word of God. It says, and these, back to verse 20. First of all, back to verse 20. It says, and these are the ones sown on good ground, those who hear the word. Hear the word. So first of all, number one, if we're going to be in alignment with God, we've got to learn how to hear from God. We've got to hear from God. We've got to hear. We've got to hear. And I believe, I, I believe that many people can miss what I'm trying to communicate right now because they, they are not listening. They hear, but they're not hearing. They hear, but they don't understand. They're just not in tune. And say, so they hear what I'm saying, but they're not hearing what I'm saying. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, so here, here's what I want to say, is that that word here hear. You like that? That word here here means to listen and understand. And most people are not very good listeners. Not very good listeners. I was talking to my wife today, and... And uh, we were, uh, it was about uh, two or three weeks ago, uh, something had uh, uh, come up, and she told me of a commitment that she had made, and she says, I told you about it. And still to this day, I don't believe she told me about it. But chances are, she told me about it, but I wasn't listening, even though I heard what she said. Are you with me? And I know my wife, when she gets something locked in her brain, I mean, she's already made up her mind, and I go and we have a discussion around that thing that she's already locked in her brain in the direction she's already, the course that she's already set. If she's already said it, I'm telling you, unless I just get through, she follows through, and it's like she never heard what we discussed. Until I bring it back up. No, we never talked about that. Yes, honey, and then I'll go back and I'll reiterate what we said. And she said, oh, I guess I wasn't listening. Right? We're all like that. We can, we can hear but not listen. We need to listen. We need to get in tune with God and hear. Here's what I'm going to say tonight. I believe that we're going to have some time here in a little bit that we're going to hear from God. I, I talked to him about this this morning. I believe that he wants to speak to us tonight. And maybe you have, in your uh, estimation, have never heard from God. Tonight you're going to hear from God. God's going to speak to you. He's going to talk to you tonight. He's going to give you something, and you're, going to, you're, going to, you're just going to be amazed. God's going to speak to you tonight because you're going to hear from God. You're going to learn how to hear from God. When I was growing up, I didn't do very good in school. You hear about all these straight A students, straight B students? Well, I was a straight F student. I just didn't do very good in school. Matter of fact, I quit at a very young age. Uh for a lot of different reasons. I was also kicked out at a very young age and out of the house. And so I, I, I just turned in, into my teens. And so I was kicked out and started living on my own. And, and, and you know, I just, it wasn't that I wasn't trying. It wasn't that I didn't want to learn. I just didn't know how to listen. I, I had no clue. I had no understanding of how to listen until I got born again. And then I got taught on how to listen. I didn't know that just because i have all these thoughts see i'm going to tell you one of the main reasons why people have a hard time listening is because of their human reasoning they're sitting there they're constantly have this what i call self-talk going on and they won't discipline their minds and discipline themselves to listen to what needs to be listened to in this uh, in this case they need to listen we need to listen to god and sometimes god talks through me sometimes he talks through in a conversation, Uh, but God's talking. He's talking all the time. It's just that we don't know how to listen. And I went for years into my mid-20s not knowing how to listen until I got born again, until after I got born again and got taught that I can bring every thought captive, that I don't have to sit there and listen to every thought that is going through my mind, and sit there. And I've got this creative mind. I've got this mind that's going all the time. I have a hard time shutting down even still to this day. But I learned early on, thank God for a good pastor, I learned er early on that unless I brought that in under control and disciplined myself, that I wouldn't be able to listen and hear like I needed to hear the things that I needed to hear. And so we've got to learn how to listen. And, and I'm not pointing fingers at you and saying you don't know. I'm saying all of us need to work on this. And I don't, I don't think I've arrived. I think i still got work to do. I want to hear from God. God wants to speak to us. If we're ever going to get in alignment with God... And we're going to produce the fruit out of our life that He wants us to produce. Scripture says we've got to hear from Him. We've got to hear the Word. Got, all of these four groups of people were hearing God's Word, but not everybody was hearing God's Word. Not everyone was hearing from God. So we've got to listen. We've got to listen. And, and Scripture continuously expresses the importance of listening. If you go down in Mark chapter 4, just a few verses down, look at verse 23. It says, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. It isn't like God's not speaking, but we've got to to discipline ourselves to hear what's being said. What's God going to say to you tonight? I don't know. I believe if you'll get ears on, that you're going to hear from God tonight. All of us are going to hear from God tonight. I believe he's going to speak some things into our hearts, into our lives tonight. And he goes on to say, it says, Then he said to them, take heed what you hear. I thought for the longest it meant, be careful what you're listening to. But it, that word, take heed, it actually means to look and to consider. Consider what it is that's being said, in other words. Don't just, don't just listen and just say, oh, okay, that's good. No, you, you get in tune to what is being said and get hold of it so that you can truly hear what's being said. Get this. It goes on and it, it really, it really uh, emphasizes this here. It says, take heed what you hear with the same measure that you use. The same measure that you use in what? In listening. With the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So if you use thirty fold listening, you'll get thirty fold back. If you use sixty fold listening, you'll get sixty fold back. If you get totally completely in tune to God, you're going to get totally in a, a, a full a full load back. It says, with the same measure that you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. For whoever has, to him more is, will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. So we need to look and consider. We need to take heed. We need to look and consider. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, 22. It says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Now, I looked up that word uh, give attention and that, that, that means to listen, pay attention. It's, it means to pay attention. And if you go on to uh, chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, you see this again. It says, my son, pay attention to... To my wisdom, lend your ear to my understanding that you may preserve discretion and that your lips may keep knowledge. Now, the word here, pay attention, means to give respect and stay focused. So when when when, when I'm speaking, when anybody else is speaking, we need to do more listening than maybe what we're doing right now and pay attention. And we need to get focused in on what's God saying to you right now? What's he saying to me right now by the Holy Spirit? What's he speaking to us right now? Are we, not, are we not as good of listeners as we need to be? Is that why we're really not truly hearing from God? And is that the reason why we're not really aligning ourselves up with what he is doing and what he wants to do in our lives? Because we're just not hearing. We're just not hearing. It says lend your ear. That word lend means to bow and stretch out. In other words, you lean in. And you get in tune with, you focus in on, what is God saying to me? I'm going to tell you, many times we're probably not doing that. And I don't care if you've heard something 150 million gazillion times, and I don't know how much that is. If it's the word of God, you you need to be bowed down, listening, getting in there, and hearing what God wants to say. And see if he's not possibly speaking to you, regardless of your age, regardless of how far you are in the things of God some of the hardest people to talk to and try to bring impartation into are people that have been around the things of God for the, a long time for the long haul because we think we know it all i've learned the more i know the more i get to know the more i realize that i don't know because god's just way too big he's just way too big he's way too big and you know i struggled for years I struggled for years, but after I got born again, there was a ch- shift. There was a change. I went on in my mid-20s, got my GED. A little later, not a couple years later, I think two years later, I went on to go to Bible school. And some of you don't know, I was basically illiterate. I could barely I could barely make my way. I remember reading my son uh, 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 little uh, uh, storybooks when he was a baby and I couldn't even get through them. It, it was that tough. It was that tough. And, uh, and I went on to go to Bible school and the Holy Spirit ta- taught me how to read. Even in the King James. Initially. But, uh, but later on I went to Bible school and went through Bible school and I, I graduated with a 4.0 average. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I believe, firmly believe, is I learned how to listen. I didn't know how beforehand. I'm here to tell you that God wants to teach us all kinds of things. He wants to speak to us. He wants to give us direction. He wants to reveal things that eye has not seen, ear has not heard, the things that he has prepared for those that love him. But by his spirit, if we're listening, he'll show us those things. But we've got to listen. Secondly, in uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 20, it says this. Not only do we need to hear the word, but we need to accept it. That word accept means to receive and welcome. To receive and welcome. We got to be willing to hear what God has to say even if we don't really want to hear what he is saying. I remember, uh, let me illustrate it this way. I remember I was, I was working for a ministry in Tulsa, a church on the move up there. And they had this... Uh, this, um, this uh, uh, television studio, studio, and I was up on a ladder doing something, I don't remember what I was doing, and, and uh, my uh, supervisor climbed that ladder behind me, and he, uh, he, he, he approached me, and he gave me correction, and he said, listen, I don't want you to ever, he's younger, much younger than me, he says, I don't want you to ever, ever uh, go around me if you have something to say, you need to come to me. Don't go to our boss, because he was my boss. And I went to the guy that hired me uh, in, in regards to something that uh, that I thought I had a better idea of, still thought it was better. But nonetheless, it wasn't that he wasn't open to it. He just said, don't do that. And, you know, at that point in time, I had I had the decision whether I was going to hear God in what he was saying and accept it and welcome it or reject it. I chose to accept it. I chose to humble myself. I apologized, said it'll never happen again, and it never did. There's a lot of times that God's speaking, but what he's saying, we don't want to hear. And therefore, we reject it instead of accept it, instead of welcoming it into our life. And then we miss out. Listen, God always knows best. He foresees your future where you don't. He knows, he knows when you need, you need to make a turn, and He knows when you don't need to make a turn. But you just need to receive it in your life. So let me give you a scripture, because I want to give you the third point, and then we're going to, we're going to take a moment, and we're going to hear from God tonight. Are you ready? You're going to hear from God. James chapter 1 verse 19 through 21, it says this. It says, So then my brethren, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak. Aren't we always swift to speak and slow to hear? He says, Slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive or welcome, or accept, we could say it that way, with meekness, that humbleness, the implanted word which is able to save your souls. So it tells us we have to have this heart where we're welcoming and accepting what God wants to say, even though our flesh may not like it. Amen? Amen. Thirdly, third thing, back to Mark chapter 4, verse 20. Not only does it say that we are to hear the word, accept it, but it says that we are to bear fruit, bear fruit, bear fruit. We're to bear fruit. Yeah, one of the things I discovered a long time ago is that God's wills, God's will, God's values, God's principles, God's ways, they work if we work them. They work for us if we work them. Uh, if you read, you read in James chapter one, verse twenty-two and twenty through twenty-five. It says, "Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. If any of if if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it." is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of, that, of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. When we take what we hear, when we accept it, welcome it, and then apply it to our life, it bears fruit. It, it, it begins to bear fruit in our life. Romans chapter 7 verse 4 says, Therefore, my brethren... You also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who is raised from the dead, that you should bear fruit to God. God wants us to bear fruit. Very From the very beginning of creation, when he created man, he, he says, there's some things I want you to do. I want you to subdue the earth, I want you to have dominion over it, and I want you to be fruitful. I want you to be producing out of your life. It's it's necessary to produce in your life. Well, how are we going to produce in our life? First of all, we've got to hear from God. It starts there. If we're going to be bearing fruit out of our life, we've got to start hearing from God. What are you saying, Lord, to me, to, to us right now? What are you saying? Then you've got to accept it or receive it, and then you have to respond and act on it. And when you respond and act on it, fruit takes place things happen good things happen I, I was reminded of a story that Dan gave and Dan you may need to correct me on this but uh, he was just going through the course of this uh, of his day uh, one day and he he thought about his chiropractor was that how it went and he he just shot him a text is that how it went shot him a text and just gave him an encouraging word and the guy received that text, his chiropractor received that text, and they were in a, in a like a conference with some other chiropractors, and uh, there was just a lot of negative talk, talking about uh, their, uh, their, their clients, kind of negative towards their clients, and, and this guy was kind of bummed out. And he receives Dan's text and, 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 and read it, and it just encouraged him, and not only did it encourage him, he showed it to those others, Right. It, is that pretty much it? Okay, they were just griping. He got that text and it changed the whole environment. Yeah. It bore fruit. Right. When you hear, you welcome and receive it, you act on it, it's going to bear fruit. Right. Amen? Right. Here's what I'm going to do. I believe that God's going to talk to us tonight. I don't know what He's going to say to you. I don't know what he's going to tell you. I don't know if there's maybe you're even a facing, facing a decision right now. But I believe right now that God is talking. I believe that he's always talking. We just need to get our receiver on. We're going to put on uh, we're going to put on a little background music. And and I just